I've been given advice before from people who are real professional broadcasters. Real, like, like real, like on NPR, like people who, who like mm-hmm. know their shit. And I've been told that you should just never disclose when you're like sick or off your game or something when doing an audio medium because you think that people are going to know right away that something is like off about you or abnormal. But really, sure. almost always, almost always. The listener never knows. You have to be like so sick that you sound noticeably different or like just kind of kind of out there to 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 make to like trigger trigger those feelings in people. That's like that's like both with the anecdotal and and like the the hard research shows. So I know that what I'm about to say like just how out of it I am. I don't have to disclose that because I could we we just go through the show and people probably know but now that now they're probably thinking like, "Oh man, what's up with Joey?" And the answer, dude, the answer, like, like, I'm hoping that I, that I can just poop this one out because I, I'm very tired. Are you pre johnsing the podcast right now? Are you trying to explain to the viewer why this might end up being a bad podcast before the podcast is even done? I mean, that, that feels, I mean, that feels like bad marketing, right? Because now someone might be like, oh, I mean, can I skip this one? Like, I mean, there, there, there's a new episode of something else. I can listen yeah, to go right ahead and now, skip right? this one. <laughs> <laughs> I watch watch our uh, what is the viewing metric again? Uh, concurrence, the, retention, uh, clicks. Yes, uh, retention. Listens. Yes, the viewership retention just gonna go out the window on this one. Well, he did say we should skip this one. <laughs> that, but I mean, if if that happened, I would be honored because that means people would listen to you, right? Like, I mean, that that, that there's just a, there's just a level of like you know just blind like ah, I mean, he said fucking right, so then just doing it. He's the expert. <laughs> He said, we haven't even sat through the whole thing yet. Like, this thing happens linearly. I don't know what's, what's going to be said later. I don't know if it's going to be good. I shouldn't even preface it with the possibility of it being uh, bad. I'm trying to wake... I don't know if you can... I'm trying to wake myself up right now by, like, talking in an excited way. Yeah, baby, let's go. Let's You're bringing the energy right now. We're a fucking going right now. You can feel it. We're not tired at all. That's that. That's your uh, one in the morning game five, but best of five. All day was best of threes, and you just had a little bit of coffee voice. When really all you want to do is go home and turn on your switch. Yeah. Hey everybody, yeah, welcome back to the broadcast, <laughs> dude. Um, I, I'm not even gonna let you ask. I, I, uh, I, I, I was, I was out this weekend. I, I, I was out this weekend. I, I, I took a long weekend, Thursday and Friday. I traveled for the first time in a in a COVID-ridden earth, and I drove with my friends from Los Angeles to Las Vegas for someone's 30th birthday. And now people are probably thinking like, oh, Joey, you just, I don't know, did too many drugs, and now it's, you know, it's Monday. You should just, oh, geez, what did you do, right? Um, I just didn't sleep much. You guys, yes. you guys haven't really been following the podcast. If you think that, ah, did Joey take too many drugs? Was he a, was he doing too much cocaine in Vegas? Please, if you following this podcast, you know Joey's too much of a nerd for that one. It's true. It's true. That being said, true. if you want to go meet up at TI and like do like a couple lines, like I'm sure that'd be okay, depending on the. But like, what I'm saying is, in is that Sweden, like, in Sweden, no, not I'm in Sweden. I'm definitely not. Oh. 
Okay. It's in any other country but Sweden. <laughs> Fuck Sweden. Oh, okay. TI's canceled. True. True. Um, yeah. yeah, no, the, 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 there was minimal drug usage. There was minimal. Yeah, anything. if we're talking about Kiev, then yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I feel you like you probably get away with things. But um, so so yeah, so I, I have not fully recovered from just like a, I I do this thing where vacation for me tends to be not a vacation. Uh, yeah. Which I which I normally am a fan of, but sometimes. I shouldn't do that before I know that I'm going to have a crazy work week because like I'm filming something like relatively important, something different every day for like four it's days. It's not Alienware. Now. It is all Alienware based. Uh, <laughs> no, one of them is Bud Light based. It's oh, Alienware, okay. Bud Light, Alienware, Alienware. My life, my life for, for, for Michael Dell. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, I shouldn't have. I should have had more foresight, or just realized that I'm not as young as I used to be. That I that I should sleep more, uh, be, be before like a full week of work and not just do a Vegas thing. I also like, I I need to stop being so nice. Like I, I'm not valuing my time enough because like I took my buddy to the airport at 7:30 in the morning today. He offered to take an Uber, but I insisted that I would just drive him. Make him take an Uber. Yeah, that's like he would have. It would have cost me nothing to sleep for an extra ninety minutes today. But instead, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, how, how do how do I force myself to just I don't know be a worse friend? I guess that's loaded. But like I uh, like 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 that was bad. I rented. We we we, we, we also we, took Ellie to the airport when she flew to Kiev recently. I did. Which also wasn't necessary. I appreciate it. It was very nice of you. She, I mean, she had to come. I mean, she, she was dropping something off for me, so she had to come to my side of town anyway. So if she was gonna take an Uber, I could have taken her the rest of the way. I live relatively close to LAX. I'm not gonna dox myself on the podcast, but like you know, it's relatively close. Um, yes, somewhere near the Los Angeles airport, <laughs> closer than you, in the Los Angeles County. Hmm. Well, I'm we'll narrow it down pretty quickly there. My zip code is nine zero zero. Um. No, uh, I, I, I think I need to stop being uh, uh, nice to people. I, I, I need to, I need to respect my time more and sleep more yes. and realize that I don't quite have the same body that I did at twenty one, and also uh, plan vacations with a day at the end of the vacation just to recoup from said vacation. Yes. I don't want to, uh, whenever I go on vacation, the, the day after, I want to do absolutely nothing. It's the same thing when I when I go uh, and I come back from events. In fact, I was just talking about this uh, on stream today. I could not motivate myself whatsoever to, to cover South America or the Eastern European qualifiers for TI because I was just tired. I had no desire to do that. I could stream and play Dota and stuff, but like I could not work up the effort of doing. Like I, I came back home, and then it was like, okay, straight into ESL one summer, but that's super easy. At the same time, like I was like, I still needed, I still needed the time. I'm just, I'm realizing I'm, I'm just tired. 
Very tired. This has been a long year. It's important. To, I mean, a hot take incoming. Hot take incoming. Like, like, please, like, like, mm. put on your fucking oven mm-hmm. mitts for this one. It's important to kind of recognize that about yourself, and then just listen to your body. Because yeah, you won't be tired that's... soon. Yeah, you I know? think uh, I think that's part of the part of the reason why I'm, I fucking got into a real negative space with uh, social media and. Uh, reading Reddit and stuff, and I got into a bit of a rabbit hole that I, I did not escape very well, which, which I is the fact that I, I think I was just tired. I was grumpy. I wanted to have more reasons to be grumpy. I would have described your behavior with Reddit um, as, as slightly uncharacteristically grumpy. Yeah. I think I had good reasons to be grumpy, but I was also being grumpy. So... It was it was a bit of a bit of a shitstorm. Were were you so tired that you didn't even like really watch any of those games or series? Like, were you just like? Oh no, I did. I uh, I I did. I watched the the finals of Eastern Europe uh, because I was up in time to be able to watch that, and then I uh, vaguely watched the South American final because I was pretty invested in SG winning, Um, and they did so. Nice. Why were you Super invested in SG winning? Um, old school Brazilian players that like I've I've just known for a long time, and I don't think I have like. It, it's pretty rare for me to. Would you look call that a bias? Sorry, move. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> Would I call that a bias? Yeah, probably. If if I was casting the South American qualifiers and I was doing the grand finals. <laughs> I, yes, I would be biased towards SG. Would you be able to tell? Highly unlikely, because I'm a good commentator and I balance things very well. But if you're a really big unknown fan, then maybe you would delude yourself into thinking I had an SG bias. Because I said one thing nice about SG that I didn't say about unknown. And therefore, the broadcast was unbalanced, and therefore, I must hate unknown. <laughs> I'm sorry that I even said anything. Um, that 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 was that was what I'm gonna call in in the in the world of of, of comedy uh, low hanging fruit. Uh, go on. So you uh, the, as SG's filled with a bunch of old Brazilian players who you've played with slash yeah. known slash casted for a long time. Yeah, and it's pretty rare for me to uh, for some of these teams in NASA for me to like like every single player or at least not have a problem with because any at least of one of them's a no. dickhead in pubs. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like, and I'm sure they're, you know, the same thing could be said of me. You know, I'm I'm not saying that it's because they're a bad person. It's just because, you know, I've had a bad experience with them. Maybe they feel the same way about me. It is what it is. Um, but SG, you know, Costa Bile, 40R, Tavo. Tavo is super happy. Uh, super happy for Adriano as well as uh, Tavo because both of those guys, it, it's just going to be good to see them at TI. Adriano, especially Tavo, he's back, you know, since his time at uh, Pain Gaming with Misery and stuff. Theo Lacour uh, and King Jungles, they're two supports. I've had run-ins in, in pubs. I don't think I've had anything, uh, any negative experiences with any of them. Um, so the combination of them just being like older school names that like I, I know, therefore I know how long they've been at this. Um, you know, like it, when it comes to some regions like um, South America, like there are some names that come in that I don't, I don't actually maybe recognize that well, um, or 
like you know they're just newer to the scene so i only know them from pubs and not necessarily from pro play so but for them those almost all those guys have like large amount of experience king general is probably newest one and i knew about him like two years ago so um yeah i think you know it's i i think it's always rewarding to have a story about somebody who tried and tried and tried and tried and then at the end did manage to make it through there's a, a reddit thread on uh on dota 2 our dota 2 about dendy you know like if by some fucking miracle Dendy was to qualify for a TI again. Um, you know, that would be an amazing story, right? Somebody who persevered through for years through so many losses, through really so many low lows. And, yeah, exactly. And and managed to like turn it all around and, and experience another high. You know, and that's always a great story. So I thought SG's story was good and I thought uh and yeah, my personal experiences with them is good. The Dendy story is interesting to me because I I feel like it's hard not to frame that or read that thread or have that commentary about him and not frame it in the the mechanism of like old rock stars. Mm. Of like man, Aerosmith still playing concerts and you know <laughs> Steven Tyler really is out there but like you know, I get. I guess you know my mom, who's been watching those Aerosmith shows for most of her life, is you know, oh man, cool, it's Steven Tyler. But ultimately, you know, best days are behind him. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of how I think not, about stories like that about, about people who like keep on pushing through, like you know, th- their peak and other very much in their valley. I'm sure there's other pros you can ascribe that to. Um, probably not some as many as extreme as Dendy because Dendy's highs are like literally the highest they can be, and then also like you know, incredibly in a valley of low. Like maybe fear. I would say there's a slight difference though. There's a slight difference between the musicians that you're pointing out. And Dendy's situation, which is the nature of competition, uh, and not saying that you can't be competitive in things that aren't sports and stuff, but uh, I, I feel like the the old rock star, you know, like they can't just, in some ways it feels like they can't let go of who they were and the fame and, you know, the glory and, and being cheered on and loved and all that sort of thing. And that may not be the case for dandy and competition he may just really enjoy competing as an act Mm -hmm. you know um which i think is a little bit more clean wholesome whatever it is you know it it doesn't necessarily feel like that's a bad trait for someone to just enjoy competing and and um and try to keep at it you know i also like i mean because that's what it has to be, right? Like, he's he's fueled by competition or wins or something like that. Because, I mean, he could just have any job in Russian-speaking Dota World that he wants, right? Yeah. I mean, he is very, very famous. And he's an excellent ambassador for Dota. And, obviously, I mean, every single TI, he's there as talent, right? Like, he's got a guaranteed gig. It's like Cinderin in some ways, you know? Like, I feel like Cinderin may be giving up on playing. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't actually talked to him about that, but it feels that way, right? And so, um, 
but the very similar situation where they can keep on competing, knowing that talent work is always there to back them up. They will always have a guaranteed position waiting for them if um, if they don't make it. So, yeah, I think um, he could absolutely commit to that full time. He could just do streaming full time. He could probably not even do streaming and probably still be and fucking ambassador for various sponsors. You know, there's. So many options you could do. What did uh What did Bait end up doing in those Eastern European qualifiers? Did they just like immediately lose? Oh God. Uh yes, yes they did. I don't believe they won a single game. I think they lost. Oh no, they beat No Techies, who was one of the teams that uh, got knocked out of the lower division in season two. Um, they went on to take a game off of Team Unique which is okay, but in context, Team Empire beat Unique um, two to one. So, and Empire then went on to all the way through the finals, but I, I would still say there are several teams above Unique, um, at least Navi, uh, definitely Hellraisers, um, probably your Puck Champs and Windstrikes of the world, may, maybe, um, maybe would be better than Team Unique as well, so fairly far down the pecking order there you know speaking of you know eastern european peeps something that i've spent a little bit of time this weekend thinking about is um how important is it to have a good gamer tag because i truly don't follow a ton of u.s east excuse me jesus eu east please don't laugh I promise. It's not a facade. My my brain is slow. Like I'm feeling the wrinkles go away. It it is actively like getting fucking, smoother. It's like the Twitch spam where Chuck Norris founded Europe, EU, <laughs> for Eastern United States. Let me condense my point, and you can just run with it. I'm not even going to try and wax even a little uh-huh. bit politically because I'm gone. I think that uh, Toronto Tokyo is seeing excess fame, not just because he's a good player, not just because Spirit's doing well, but because people like saying his name. Yeah, I think uh, I think there was a clip about Ice 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 like rating gamer tags, and I think he put Toronto Tokyo as one of the worst ones. Which I I, I agree with you rather. That Toronto Tokyo is it's a, it's a fun name to say. It has a bit of identity to it. Uh, terrible SEO, most likely. Oh yeah, Toronto, he was Tokyo. not thinking about you're the website. Typing is. that in, you're 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 getting probably airplane uh, tickets for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I think it's pretty good. Uh, how important is it? Uh, depends on if it's really memeable then it can be, I think, pretty pretty decent, pretty pretty important. People will naturally just gravitate to you, right? Because they can meme about you. They're going to pay more attention to you uh, for better or for worse. So having a good gamer tag, it's important for sure. I think Toronto Tokyo is, is seeing excess fame because people like seeing this name. And the only other, like, and also, I mean, at least anecdotally for me, there's two names this year that stick out. Can, can, mm-hmm. you, you don't just like a random fucking stab at the dark where the other one is? Uh, are you still talking about Eastern Europe for the other one? No. Okay, can you, well, then you at least got to give me a region because China. Uh, China, Red Panda. 
Um, let me think for a bit. This is where, if I produced anything at all, I would put in the uh, Jeopardy, Final Jeopardy thinking music. Uh, as you just kind of like, you know, think, think, and think. Nothing to say. Na na na. Nothing to say. That's a bit. That's been spammed a lot. It's uh, it's a pretty good one. Is there anybody else with like a really good emo? No, although there is one. I mean, I mean, as as much as I do love Gerard Way, and um, you know, <laughs> will forever be a fan of Good Charlotte. Uh, it, it's not emo. It's it's a it's a pollo. Oh, pollo! That is a fun name to say. That is a good one. I I do like. For some, someone at the animator complained about pollo. Like some some of the, they they're like I don't like that name or something. And I was like, what? So I think it was because they they would call him Poyo instead of Poyo Yo Yo. And I was like, I was like, just just keep saying it. Just just add in as many yos as you want to. Yeah, it doesn't matter. As long as it's more than two, you're good. Yeah, Poyo Yo 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 Yo. Yeah, I mean, if you're doing that, if you're doing that at a cast and someone's popping off and you're just extending the yo, all all that you're doing is like making oh, a good yo name. yo yo yo, <laughs> exactly right. Yo, like give that shit some sauce. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anywho, yeah, my 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 two new favorite players who I wasn't really sure about the, the this whole this whole circuit season, Toronto Tokyo Poyo, uh, just because of names. Maybe I'm a simple person. I'm the person who, you know, goes to the liquor store and goes, mostly vodkas, probably the same. Why don't I just get the one that has the coolest packaging? And I feel like that's what's going on with gamer tags. Like, I'm looking at the shelf of liquor and I'm like, well, I'm not going to get the bottom stuff. But, like, Toronto, Tokyo, it's good packaging. Mm, okay, so what, so what are what are some of the, the worst names you can think of? I, for example, think that 23 Savage is is kind of like it's kind of silly it's kind of dumb because there's a i i but it's also kind of funny because there is a 21 savage right famous rapper there is actually a 22 savage and then so he names himself 23 Who's savage, 22 which, savage? which that is kind of funny uh i don't know some guy was trying to rip it off you know blitz and i would have long conversations about this that that twenty one was the is the perfect number for Savage, because because the way he uses it and his sort of like ad libs, you know, like twenty one, you know, like he just he just throws that down twenty one. You can say twenty one. It's just enough syllables that it doesn't become cumbersome, but it's just long enough that it, you feel its impact. You know, you you can't say twenty one. 21 you can't say other numbers in the 20 category 22 Man, that's just, it, 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 21 one has a finality to it you know 23 ah, that stretches out too long doesn't work <laughs> 24 24 is close 24 but this is the kind of conversations that we would have uh when we are flying around the world and have to be around each other for like 16 hours uh going from place to place i'm trying to think like i could argue that most names are like solidly meh 
Mm, okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm like casually scrolling down Wikipedia, and like there's some names that I think are like great. Like you know, I just randomly scrolled by Funic. I think Funic's got a great name. You know. Mm, okay. uh, I, I think that's that some names that are just like you know, short like three three are like fine. Uh, there's some names that are super uninspired. Like I think that I actually would pull negative points for people who just have like bullshit word names like general mm. because I always just imagine someone though because he's not English speaking he might get a little bit of a pass on that because he's not English speaking but I used to imagine that you yeah. know you just open a dictionary and just point to a word and you're like well that's that's the name now like <laughs> what about three letter names there's so many of those in Dota good bad uh b- bad okay. IDC ICE. All right. Apologies. SVG. HFN. Yeah. I... Uh, I'm sure there's many Chinese players. There used to be 444. XXS. <laughs> the three is a magic number, though. Three is a magic number when it comes to, to saying something. Yeah. I. I. I, I... RMN. RMN is another one. God, it's you're, you're so, so much better than me. I, I feel like the person who's at Trivia Night and is just tanking it for their team. Like, like that's what's going on right now. Uh-huh. What about a name like Maybe Next Time? Um, because, like, like what about... Because when I think about long? Maybe Next Time, I think about... I imagine, like, you know, getting a Scantron and having to, like, bubble that shit in. Like, like that's too much. Well, I know I see I I'm okay with it though because it, it's really memeable, right? Like it, it it's very taunting in your face. You know? Like you try and kill him, ah, maybe next time, bro. You know? Like ah, you you lose the game against him, maybe next time, you know? It's very it's it's a little tongue in cheek the way. And funny enough, you know what he uh shortens it to? Three M N T the um, three-letter names come out in force. I, th- I, I, I think no one's kind of lame. Hmm. Again, not primary English speaker. So, I think Quickfoot's name is stupid. Better. Come at me, Max. Quickfoot. <laughs> you know what? A lot of his teammates <laughs> will call him. Call him Kokva. <laughs> Do you prefer that? I I go with Max, because uh, I can mm. spell it right every time. Mm. You want some f- more three letter names? I found some. XCJ. I, I went I went specifically to the Chinese region because I knew there was going to be some. XCJ. Uh, TZY. OOQ. And there's one more. ZZQ. Three letters. Something special about three letters. Anyway, so you didn't enjoy Vegas, or you did have a good time in Vegas, but you came back very tired. Is that what the, the resolution told like, us? Was? So, 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 he, like, <laughs> dude, I, I feel like I take time out of the podcast to just t- tell stories that I think could be mildly entertaining. 
I think that that's yeah. like you know part of what we do to like fill the gap between like oh there's nothing going on in the Dota world like oh it's just DPC qualifiers oh man Europe's coming Joey doesn't want to think about what's gonna happen if Liquid don't win <laughs> that's gonna be rough like that's like so so like 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 this. In theory, the idea of me going to Vegas, all that would do is fuel good story time for the show. And I would come back here and I'd be like, dude, hookers and blow. Or like, oh man, fucking gambling and horses. Or like, I ate so much food, I'm a fat piece of shit. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Some of those are true. Uh, but like... <laughs> I don't have anything to sit here and be like, hey, dude, let, let, let me tell you a fun story. Because, like, let, 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 let me try and recount my Vegas trip. Okay. I had a friend who was turning 30. We are going to go up to Vegas. I was very anxious. If anybody uh, has been to Vegas, uh, why? I don't know if I would, uh, like, I, I know that, like, we need to return to some type of normalcy, but Jesus Christ, man, that place is like a time capsule from 2018. You would not know that 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 the CV even existed by going to Vegas now. No, like, like mm. no, no, no mask, no problem anywhere. People are, people are doing whatever they want all the time. Everything except for basically most buffets, which I guess are probably literally the worst thing that can happen in a pandemic, are open. Right? So, like, it is normal city. You can go there and genuinely pretend like Corona never existed. Um, which is, which is, which is nutty, right? Which is what some people are doing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was anxious. I, I got used to it. And I got used to not wearing a mask again pretty quickly, which was, like, fine. But, like, I still kind of had it on my neck. I put it on sometimes. Like, I, I wasn't a big fan of, of, of that, mostly for my own comfort levels. Um, I, we, we, we rented a, a Tesla to drive up, which was fun because it was under my name, which means I was the only one on the insurance, so I got to drive the whole time. <laughs> and uh, the car drives itself. That's interesting. Superchargers, kind of cool. I I think that I realized, I confirmed the idea that I would one day like to have a Tesla because there's, like, cool things about it. Like, it's inherently, like, techie and rad. Um, I was also thinking that uh, if I need to expand my dating pool, a good place to do that might be at the supercharger station because I'm assuming everyone there, like, <laughs> is, like, at a certain, like, you know... The, the, you know they're they're in a good place financially. You know that they're eco friendly. You know that they're probably you know they, they're probably into some cutting edge tech stuff. You know at least they appreciate it. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm saying I, I should try and date more at the supercharger. That's what I figured out. Mm. Um, have you ever have you ever driven like an electric car like for, for distance or at all? Uh, I think I have driven an electric car once. But I can't think exactly when it was. Um, but yeah, not not very often. So so a cu- couple points, couple points on Tesla. Couple points on Tesla. Um, mm-hmm. The smart cruise control lane assist like m- features, which I believe you know more modern cars just have now. Uh, but also specifically cars with like radar, lidar, and electric cars, like you know, specialize in. Totally game changing. 
Totally, absolutely game-changing. I can sit in traffic and basically not, like, actually drive the car, which is both really cool and also kind of really scary because it just maintains perfect distance in front of you and behind you, and it just slows up and slows down, speeds up, like, real nice. Like, it is just a straight quality of life improvement, presumably even more so for people who, like, aren't big into driving. Like, big, big fan of that, um... I, I, I took my mom and I had the car drive itself while, while she was trying to drive it. Uh, that was fun uh, to see how the self-driving uh, scares uh, people who, like, don't inherently trust it. Uh, it was also weird how quickly I got used to trusting it, oh, which oh. was very, very soon. I was like, oh, I can just re-read it. This is great. Um, wasn't doing that. <laughs> I mean, not really. But, like, you know, I might have responded to a couple emails. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you know. It's, it's, I, I, off for a I didn't realize that you can get car sick driving a car. And the answer <laughs> is you do it just by not driving the car and just letting the car drive mm. itself. And then you're basically a passenger again. Um, I... I'm not a hundred percent sold on on the idea of of uh, like superchargers as they exist because it definitely added about an hour onto each way of the trip just because of needing to stop in certain locations and charge for X amount of time. Because even though the amount of money that I saved on gasoline was wild, it cost me about seventy dollars right now to fill up my my gas tank, which I would have needed to do like two ish times to go there and back, like plus a little bit of change. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I paid a fraction of that. But also the, the, the trade-off is time and just waiting like 30 minutes for your car to charge. And if you're not, like, what are you going to do for 30 minutes? Like, go into the yeah. liquor store and be like, well, time to look at all the different energy drinks again. Or like, oh, I guess there's a Dairy Queen here. I, I'll have a blizzard. I shouldn't. I'm trying to lose weight. Like, Okay, so so this is where the dating at the supercharger, because there's other people waiting around not doing anything. Exactly. I see. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Th- it, like, if, if Tesla made an app that was just, like, a dating profile that is only active while you're at the supercharger for other people who have been to the supercharger very recently, like, when the last six hours, or actively at the supercharger. That's the only way your profile shows up. So when you get there to charge, you can just do some quick swiping and then see if any matches happen. And maybe, maybe you can go into the, to the you know, Chevron together and look at the energy drinks in tandem. Because now you're dating at the supercharger. It'll be great. I, you know, a billion-dollar idea. Don't, don't fucking quote Amazing. me, Elon. Um... So I I, I, I I rented a Tesla. Uh, it, it feels uh, a little bit icky to talk about because it's definitely uh, something that we spent a little bit of money on. I think we, we split it like four ways and it was like a couple hundred dollars, but still like it was like an, a relatively nice thing that we did. Uh, I made up for that by making sure to stay in a shitty hotel, which was the Excalibur because it was the cheapest possible place to stay, which I'm a big fan of. Um, and, and, and I did not do much of anything exciting. Which like, mm. like I, 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 like I was saying, even okay. like gambling that, uh, up or down, up mildly, which is my preferred, okay. which is my preferred. Thing. <sighs> no, no, that's wrong. That's wrong, Joey. No matter what you do, you should never be up a mild amount of money. You can be down a mild amount of money, or be up a lot of money. Right. Because if you walk away down a mild amount of money, you're like, okay, not too bad. It cost me $100 
but I had fun for the weekend. All right, pretty good. Or you're up enough money that you're like, holy shit, this trip paid for itself. Hell yeah. Up a mild amount of money is like, guess I got, I guess I covered my gas. Like, you're not going to get excited about that. I get excited by not losing. Mm. I think I, I'm one of those people who, um, who hates losing more than they like winning. Okay. So, so being up a mild yes. amount of money means that I am not upset at myself for losing, right? Mm. Which would you feel would, bad like when you when you gamble and the very first one you put in doesn't no, you end up losing? But do I, you automatically? Throw I back? generally take like about a hundred dollars and go like, well, okay. this is the money that I am going to throw away over the course of two or three days, and then I just either do or don't. And generally, I don't. Generally, I do not lose all that money because I, I get pretty conservative with it pretty quickly. You know, I'll play like, you know, dollar minimum bet craps for hours on end and just have like a grand old time and be like, hey, yep, another Long Island over here. Please. Thank you very much. Let's mix it up. AMF this time. Sure. Great. Yep. Yep. That stereotypical white boy right here. G give me that blue caracal. Um, so, so, so that happened. Like. Um, See, Ellie and I have a rule whenever we go gambling. It's like um, if we're if we're only up like a hundred bucks, we uh, I think our rule at the time was like we will put it on roulette. And I think we'll put it on like black three times in a row. So either we're not we're gonna walk away and be like, okay, we didn't make any money, we didn't win anything, or we'll be up a lot of money and it'll feel super awesome. But like the hundred dollars to zero dollars, there's like little difference, right? So you might as well just go for the 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 you know what is it? That's 50, the three 50, coin flips three for eight hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, yeah, you get it. Feels awesome. I I would be hard pressed to do the third one. I mm. I think I can get behind and support that logic and even participate. But it would be hard for me to commit to a third one. I would really want to take money off the table after two wins. You know, we uh, did that probably about five or six times back when I used to live up in uh, Portland. And uh, five or six times, twice, twice it landed on green. <sighs> Which uh, I believe in the States is 17 to 1 odds. So really shouldn't have had the rule of put it on black really should have had the rule put it on green <laughs> that would fuck now that would have felt good he'd be like oh, oh $1, wow. $1, Hell i'm yeah. gonna buy mom dinner tomorrow <laughs> but yeah uh, yeah i, I wish it, I... when it happened the second time i was just like oh my god what are the chances of that are so low <laughs> um I, I should have I should have had a vacation that was uh, more apt for me to tell stories. Uh, like my insights that I have aren't interesting. Wow, people didn't wear masks. Wow, it takes a while to charge electric cars. Like, what the what the fuck what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with that? Buffets are closed. That's a bummer. I went to I went to uh, to area. 15 which is like a new place that kind of opened off the strip that's where omega mart okay. is um if, if you see the ad for that i did get tickets for omega oh. mart which was a bummer because i couldn't get in last minute 
and um, I was like at an arcade bar really late at night, but I was also the person who was DDing, so I'm pretty sure I was the only person in the club who uh, wasn't drunk at that point, so that was a bummer. Uh, you know, Miss Miss Mr. Old Reliable and Responsible over here, just just having a a grand old time. Um, what is Omega Mart? Omega Mart is an art an art installation that is also like a mild puzzle. I think that uh, you would really enjoy it. I'm saying this as someone who has not gone, but like I kn- I can tell you that you would enjoy it. I like escape rooms. There is so mild it's a bit of a puzzle. Then there's I, mild I escape room it. overtures, is my understanding. But you also okay. could do none of that and just appreciate sure, like sure. the contemporary art. Yeah. Well, my extravagant uh, purchase recently was that I dropped LA Fitness as my gym because they charged me because they're opened back up recently. I was like, son of a bitch, they charged me. We could have gone LA Fitness together. Got to get rid of that. I got rid of that membership, and I joined the very expensive gym chain nearby. Are you Not because I care. You fuck? I, I, am, I am now, yes, I'm going to Equinox. You, That's because... I, was, so I it, didn't want to say that I rented a Tesla and spent $200 in a week and have a fancy car, and you're going to confide in me right now and in front of all these people who are listening that you're going... Like, people are Googling Equinox. I am giving people the opportunity. I'm bogarting the conversations they can Google Equinox right now. Yeah, go, go ahead and do it. All, all the fancy things that you see, my Equinox, which I only signed up for just mine to keep the cost as minimal as possible, does not have any of those nice things that you're going to see. Uh, but it is a nice gym, and it is a clean gym, and it does not have a whole lot of people. It is price-gated, and that is literally the only reason that I joined. I joined, I, I would never, like, I normally don't give a shit, but, like, I know people aren't going to wear masks. I came back to California. It was like a whole new fucking world. Nobody was wearing masks anymore. All these stores had signs that were saying, like, you know, if if you are vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. And I, and I, I, I went to that. I went to Equinox, and I actually asked them. So I was like, is this... Is this whole like you don't have a wear wear a mask if you're vaccinated? Is that all based off of the honor system? And what they were like? Because I've been gone. I've been out of the states for like two and a half months. So like, <laughs> fill me in on what's going on here. And they're like, yeah, totally an honor system. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. That's uh, th- that this is why I'm joining this gym because like. Fuck it. If I'm going to go to a gym where nobody wears a mask, I might as well be one where it's very price gated and very few people go as a result. And therefore, I have my personal space. That feels like some fun loopy logic to, to justify that. I, I actually really like that. I, I think that is a great justification. I think so, too. I, I like basically I, I dredged up in my head and I was like, OK, this is what I'm going to be paying for a year. But. One, two things, right? One, if I pay that amount to not get sick, obviously it's very worth it, right? And two, I pay that amount probably means I'm going to use it more, right? <laughs> like when I know that's coming out of my wallet, I'm like, okay, I, I should really be using this. <laughs> Where Whereas like LA Fitness, it's like, well, there goes 15 bucks, you know? And I, But just the thought of going to that gym, because I know how dirty it is, which normally I don't mind. Pre-pandemic, I just, I wear my big sweatshirt, you know, and I put my sweatshirt on everything that I touch, 
you know, and I just, I hardly touch anything. I never touch my face. I wash, I hand sanitize after I'm done, boom. But like with a pandemic and stuff, not worth the risk to me, not worth the risk. I, uh, so. I was using the hotel gym, which was the first gym I've been to also since, you know, everything since, since the world changed. And, mm. uh, I was so happy to finally back on a stair stepping machine. I did a, I did a solid forty five minutes, at, at, wow. of, of, of high intensity stair 45 stepping. Forty five minutes stair stepping that's a lot. Yeah, th- thank you. I, I feel good about you saying that. Um, mm. So the thing that I wasn't thinking about was just the literal miles I was going to have to walk in stairs for the rest of the day slash rest of the trip because I oh, basically no. went on vacation and then immediately worked my quads out harder than they've been worked out in Yeah, why would you do legs of all things, eight months? I don't, it, Oh, no. It was stupid. It was a bad idea. <laughs> and then, dude, Austin, you know one of my favorite, you know my favorite pieces of equipment at the gym is? I I, I, I I have a couple. Let me list them out for you. I okay. love a good rowing machine. Big, big fan of a rowing mm. machine. Oh, I love a good rowing okay. machine. Stair stepper. I think I think it's a fun cardio workout that I can get really into. They're almost never taken, and it's great. And like you never have one of those in your home. Like a real good stair stepper. That's like a gym thing, right? Like awesome, sure. cool, great cardio. Uh, f- f- fly machines. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big, I like those. J- j- just fun. Like, like I, I just get in that that motion. Super fun. But Paramount, one of my favorite things. Probably my favorite machine. A good seated leg press. Mm. Oh, oh, I love a good seated leg press, and that's because I'm convinced that my left knee is a little bit fucked up, and I'm also know that my squatting form isn't good, and I really. Uh, get worried every time that I actually do squats and I think that I'm going to hurt myself. Um, So I don't do traditional squats for, for like, you know, lower body ish. And and I prefer to use machines because they're just a little bit easier unless things go catastrophically wrong. Uh, Big seated leg press stand here. So after I got off that stair stepper, I was like, Oh man, I got, I got to bust out. I got to see where I'm at with my seated leg press. It's been been a minute, baby. And then I'm like, yeah, let's bring this weight strike down to like, I don't know, like 310, 340. <laughs> and I'm doing reps. And then halfway through the second set, I just have the realization. Uh, like, like like a ton of fucking dumbbells falling onto my thick ass skull. Joey, this is a bad idea. This is a horrible idea. You're going to go take a shower, sit by the pool have to go walk later with your friends down the strip and your legs are going to fucking hurt the entire time. And you know what? They did. It really sucked. It really, really sucked. Also, at the same time, if you didn't do all that walking, they would have hurt even more. It's true. All, All that, all that movement, you know, keeps you from being sore as much. Uh, so I, I, I have a social tick. Uh, I probably have many. <laughs> uh, if you, if we're together enough in person, you might one day notice this. And remember that I that I that I said this, um, and you'll like bust it out in the randomness time. That's not interesting for the audience, but um, I guess just for you. I, when I am with people, I refuse to take the escalator. 
and I will always take the stairs. Uh, okay. Like, how how far are we talking about? I mean, I'm not gonna like take it. I'm not gonna take stairs over like an elevator if I have to go like up seven floors. But yeah, if it is something where the option exists of escalator next to stairs, even if we're talking like multiple story climb here, I'm always taking the stairs. And and okay. and it's very vain. It feels very performative. It feels like me can like like affirming to myself, me and like I'm not a lazy piece of shit. I'm gonna take the stairs. I always <laughs> take the stairs when other people are around. And because of this, like, rule, I guess, that I've set my, for myself, Vegas, if people, if you've ever been, a lot of stairs, stairs all over the place. Um, I was dying and every staircase I came to, the escalator wasn't an option because I'm the guy who takes the stairs. I'm the guy who takes the stairs and I was not giving up and I was not quitting. So I tortured myself even more because of some stupid rule that no one thinks about except for myself. You know, the one place that um, people so rarely ever take the stairs, even though they're right next to each other, and it's actually faster to take the stairs very often, is right after you get off a flight and you you go through the, the initial part of the airport, uh, there is almost always you're going to be going up or down. Mm -hmm. right and people there will be escalators and stairs right next to each other and because it's a you know people are all crowding off the plane and stuff they like the escalator is very very full and it slows everything down but so few people actually take the stairs yeah because you know they just got off a flight maybe it's been like 14 hours that they've been in the air or something like that they're tired i always take the stairs i'm like this is my way to get in front of all you guys hell yeah <laughs> Plus, I mean, you've been sitting down that long. It's probably not a bad idea to get some blood circulation going. I love Gotta prevent them blood clots. So, I'm also a ticking time bomb. I mean, I guess in general we all are like that is human existence, right? But, um... <laughs> um... I... Getting deep today. I am one day going to hurt myself. Yes. Because when I take the stairs and I'm going down the stairs, oh. I basically run down them. <laughs> oh, Joey, why? I know what you do. You do the fast step. Like, why? Yeah, I, I, I basically speed step downstairs. I think, you know how people are like, yeah, well, sex is good, but. The th That's with you and going downstairs. Yes. The serotonin that triggers in my brain when I run downstairs and like get to the bottom of the staircase as fast as possible. I'm good. Cap. I'm good. <laughs> I am good at it. If you know what? If you were to ask me to challenge you in something that I could a thousand percent beat you at. Like, like if, if you told me to pick one, th one competition and, and if, if you lost it's death mm -hmm. 
and I would think about it. I'm like, well, what what do <laughs> this I is, know? This is your your uh, this is your devil song. This is the the one competition you're going to beat the devil at to save your soul. Yes. If 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 I'm like, I I need to know one thing that without a shadow of a doubt, I can beat Austin at. Like I like my mm. brain would first go to like. Well, I don't know. Like, how good was like Austin like at 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 math? Like, maybe I should just be like, oh, well, maybe I can do like you know, third semester calculus. Maybe he just doesn't know that, right? But then I would go like, no, nah, maybe he does. Maybe he does, and like maybe I would just like you know, fucking lose to the devil because of because of something I didn't think about. I mm. know that people can't run downstairs faster than me. I'm very good at it. In action. I'm going to remember. We're, we're going to be hanging out sometime, and I'm going to see stairs, and I'm going to remember this moment. I'm going to be like, Joey, it's time. It's time for that competition. I need to see your stair-stepping. I'll blow you out of the water. Form. You, you. I promise you, you will be <laughs> impressed. I'll, I, I'll, I'll, I'll video it, and then I'll share it with everybody. One day, TBD. What if I just jump down the entire stair thing? That wouldn't count. You got to run on the stairs. That's cheating. Also, you have to, you, also, okay, you have it, to touch every stair. A long enough staircase, you can't do that. Sure, sure, sure. Um, this but gets, you have to touch every stair step. Yes. You don't. You you can't take like two at a time or something. Okay. Yeah, that's also hard to do. Running downstairs and skipping yeah, stairs going is hard. Down. Yes, yeah, super hard. Running up, yeah, totally skip stairs. Um, that, that that's all to say, I don't have any good Vegas stories. Fair. You should set Vegas expectations lower across the board. Just have a good time. Vegas, for me, all about being able to gamble a little bit. I like playing craps. Being able to drink in public, if that's your thing. Not that my kink is to drink in public, but like it's just convenient uh, to like to like hang out and do it. If you like dancing, generally good. If you like food, it's one of the best food cities in America. I'll just toss that out there. Um... Like, like I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll stand, I'll stand Vegas, but like, I, I do not have good stories for you, and I'm sorry. I have other stories. That's okay. They're for another day. This is, this is going. Well, I didn't think I was going to make that it. Sticky note. No. I do. It's right here. I, I. So I have two sticky notes with me. I have this sticky note, which is the, which is the, the stories that I could talk about on the podcast that happened somewhat recently. Sticky note. Mm-hmm. Um. I have this sticky note. Which is all of my complaints about uh, League of Legends relative to Dota on it. Um, okay. F- uh, it says lobby dodging, and surrender is cancer, um, among other things. Um, okay. And then I have I have this post-it note. First doing show and ton now, which says seven thirty, Dota, which is a. About roughly the time that we started talking about something Dota related, and I am going to try and make an effort to roughly tag that time in the YouTube comments moving forward, because wow. people go all the time, where's the timestamps? I don't want to listen to you talk about Equinox. I want to know... Um, I want to. I want to know about Toronto, Tokyo, and what Cap thinks about uh, the European East qualifiers. That's how you fucking sound, okay? Every time you, every time you write that comment, that's how I hear how you how you sound. Um, I'm making it hopefully at least one person mad right now. Um, so, in a good faith effort 
to try and uh, help point people to just the content they want. I'm trying, but not promising, to, to, to leave a note about when we start talking about Dota in YouTube. And I feel like that's a good it compromise. Doesn't, it doesn't last very long. You were saying seven minutes and 30 seconds we started talking about Dota. Well, it definitely did not last. We didn't no. talk about Dota for very long. So I didn't Congratulations write to Team Spirit. Congratulations to SG Esports. Two of my predictions. One right, one... Eh, I, I'm going to say I was, I was kind of close. Because when I, if you, like, I, I put out a, there's a YouTube video about this. <laughs> I, I specifically say, where is SG? Like, SG, what did, what did they rate last season? Well, they got sixth. Sixth? Well, if SG sucks, then I guess I'm going to go no ping. <laughs> I would have got SG if they didn't just place fucking sixth at the second season. But, you know. Uh, guess I should have uh, taken those rankings. High yeah. volatility region. High, high volatility. Also, in general, it seems like uh, teams are definitely stepping up for the actual thing. Did get Team Spirit right, though. That is the team that I predicted. So, hell yeah. One right. And uh, we're about to start North America as well as uh, Southeast Asia. I am going to be covering North America. I'm going to be doing the, the Singapore major bit. The very idea of doing the the first round of qualifiers i was so tired that i was just like i can't i can't fucking do it i can't do it you can't make me uh but i think i am gonna do na so if you're listening uh look out for that which i believe starts not tomorrow but the next day and that'll be starting nice and early. 9 a.m. PST, because apparently they changed the times. Apparently, most of the teams are on the East Coast, so therefore they, they decided to start it even earlier. So 9 a.m. PST is when uh, NA qualifiers There's start. someone on the West Coast who is livid right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we, we obviously had that conversation about... Uh, oh, side note. Speaking of Dandy, real quickly... Just, um, you know how um, AUI joined Arkosh? Yeah. He, uh... <laughs> that was basically Slacks. I mean, to be fair, Jenkins and AUI having a good time with Jenkins, and I think he had a good time with me and BSJ as well, like, um, because he enjoyed those people... That absolutely has no relation to Arkosh whatsoever. But because he joined, uh, enjoyed uh, his time with those people, uh, he was willing to join Arkosh. Again, no relation, but just a weird little side note. Um, but also, the it was mostly like the reason that conversation started in the first place was Slacks basically just gaslit him. <laughs> he just kept on, he just kept on hammering about him about joining Arkosh. You know. If you want to play Dota and you want to play casually, <laughs> and he just kept doing it over and over and over again until Curtis actually started considering the idea. And uh, that's how a TI winner joined Arkosh. And while he was there, we did have a very limited time where Dendi was in our talent room on the final day. And uh, Slacks did, did get 
He he definitely planted the seed in Dendi's mind. <laughs> He's like, you know, if you ever stop uh, wanting to like actually compete and just want to be able to have some fun. Slacks is relentless. And he's so good at it, too. He's so convincing. He's like, well, it can be theatrical. You love theater, right, Dendy? <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine? I mean, you already got a UI TI winner. Who else can you draw with that kind of gravitas? Is Arkosh going to... How, how deep does Arkosh get? Uh, I mean, that, that is not the intention of the squad. This is just a, a very unique uh, situation where it was... Because AUI is being talent, and he wants to be able to do content and stuff. That was... It, it just all kind of, like, meshed really nicely. The idea of him joining Arkosh was just too perfect, I guess, in the moment. So That sounds pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So uh, good luck to the boys. They're going to be playing... Um, on the 30th with AUI and they play against four Zoomers in the upper bracket first round. Which I know what you're thinking. Audience, you're thinking four Zoomers, they're going to smash the ever-living shit out of Arkosh. And I'll just tell you right now, scrims don't mean anything. But Arkosh does have a pretty good scrim rate against four Zoomers. <laughs> I don't know why. And I don't think it means anything. But it is funny. Sounds like mental warfare to me. That sounds like yeah. straight mental warfare. Yeah. I would be more inclined to watch the NA qualifiers pending Arkosh's results. Yeah, well, I guess you'll just have to tune in on the 30th. Their game will be later in the day. So uh, you could check that out. Southeast Asia is also going to be a banger, but unfortunately it's a terrible time for me. So I'm only going to be able to catch whatever matches are still going on when I wake up. Um, but Southeast Asia is a banger. If it's a good time for you, definitely tune into that um, because there are so many good teams left in there. TNC, OB Esports, uh, e Neon, uh, Fnatic, Motivate Trust Gaming is probably the, the team that people really hold up. SMG is like some weird dark horse just because they have a really uh, a lot of good names on that roster. Boom could always cause some upsets. So yeah, I, I feel like there's a solid like six or seven teams who all have at least some percentage chance of being able to make it um through this qualifier and i would say no team has probably more than like a 40 percent chance whereas compared to like undying i talked to mss he came over recently um we had a, a barbecue and uh i think he i asked him and he said undying he would probably he said it was less than people expected but he would still give undying probably a 60 percent chance and i think for my money anyway, I think TNC probably has like maybe even less than 40%, maybe more like 35%. I do think they're the favorites, but uh, it's it's a low percentage considering how much competition is there. SMG, my boy KP is going to get back to TI. Okay. 
we shall see when we reconvene this podcast we will know the results of that i promise i'm gonna take a nap next time it's okay also it'll be the fourth of july and we should probably figure out when to record that's a problem for us not for anybody else Mm, true but until then just just leave with the knowledge that cap and i have to have a logistical conversation immediately after i'm done recording this